Hey, what's up? Welcome to Death Metal Discharge, exploring the 80s, the podcast where a hardcore kid takes a jaunt through Terrorizer's top 100 most important albums of the 80s, the decade that created extreme music. I'm the aforementioned hardcore kid. My name is Vince, and I'm workshopping a little intro. We'll see how it goes. I'm not sure if I liked it or not. But it took me a while to get the the first season down. So I'm sure I'll figure it out. Anyway, thanks for listening. Today, we're doing the first album on the list. An album that came out in the year 1980. And that is Back in Black by ACDC. Now, I never really thought that I would ever review this it's funny this is one of the first five records i ever owned a physical copy of i got a cd of it when i was probably like 12 years old and it was pretty formative for me growing up as a kid i remember trying to play hell's bells on the guitar for the seventh grade talent show and i didn't practice i thought i could just show up and rip it but i fucking sucked and yeah taught me a little bit about performing learning the hard way but that being said i have a big sweet spot for this album i don't think it's particularly cool to be into acdc or if you are you have to lie and pretend that the bond scott stuff is so much better than back in black and all the brian johnson stuff but this album in particular Back in Black has some songs on it that are fucking undeniable. The backbone of this record is just blues-based rock and roll that you'll hear on every classic rock station. This is not a very extreme record. I think even for the time period that it came out, 1980, there is a lot of pop and mainstream sensibility, which is evidenced by the fact that this record was basically a commercial smash from the day it came out. And now the album is certified 25 times platinum in the United States alone, which is good enough for the fourth best selling album in U.S. history, which is fucking crazy. And that just goes to show how successful this record was. I'm probably not going to mention sales for a lot of these records, but just to give you a little bit of context, just... As to like, you know, compare this to some of the other shit on this list that's going to come up that probably sold a thousand copies. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is one of the uh, one of the most best selling records of all time. And, you know, this is a commercial smash, but it's not a fucking air supply record. Every song on here is lyrically alluding to some sort of sex act in a crude way. It's either that or it's about getting wasted or summoning the devil or some shit. It's a very riff-heavy, riff-oriented album. Not soft at all, but it's also not going to blow your fucking ears out. The slower songs on here, the Hell's Bells, the Let Me Put My Love Into Use, have a certain heaviness to them, and I think... To pinpoint it, it's the overbearing and maxed out guitar tone on those slow songs that 
gives it that truly heavy metal feel. The dude who produced this, Mutt Lang, is one of the most famous music producers of all time. And his resume is both legendary and diverse. He was producing pop music in the 90s, stuff like Shania Twain. And his footprints are all over, you know, popular music of the last 50 years. And off the strength of Back in Black, I think it's pretty obvious why he had the career that he did. Because this record is one that sounds good by today's standards. I think a modern rock band would probably be pretty happy if their record sounded like this. Although it is super slick, there's no messiness on this. There's no distortion on the record at all. Not even a single second of feedback. So it is very slick especially by today's standards, if you're listening to fucking grind records and shit that are just like, you know, sloppy and feedback as hell, this might not be to your taste, but I don't think it's overproduced. I think it's a very simple approach. I think they just got a bunch of huge, powerful amps with not a ton of effects on them, maybe just overdrive, maybe something else on some of the songs, but... You know, they just made the record sound colossal. And in the slower, drawn-out moments, there's a real heaviness to that. Although we are also getting songs like Back in Black and You Shook Me All Night Long, which are basically pop songs, especially if you look back on them from the lens of where we've come 40 years from now, where, you know, this has influenced almost every commercial metal record that came after it. You know, from the hair metal stuff to shit like Joan Jett to what Metallica was doing post-Black Album. I feel like maybe 40 years ago, the song Back in Black would have been an insanely heavy ass beater. But nowadays, it just kind of sounds like, you know, backyard barbecue at your uncle's house. I think in retrospect, the moments on this album that really have a lot of bite to them are the slower ones. Although the rest of the album is pretty good too. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't need to be extreme. There are great riffs all over this record. The solos are great. There's a ton of swag in this shit. There are some low moments on here too. There's some stuff that really didn't age well at all, in my opinion. Songs like Giving the Dog a Bone and Shake a Leg. That's just like fucking boomer music. You know what I mean? like obnoxious ass boomer bullshit and brian johnson he's not a great singer especially when he's trying to hit a high long note just kind of sounds like he's like shrieking and i don't love it (laughs) but i think all in all you got to respect what this record is going for here. My favorite songs on it, Hell's Bells, a great song. And it's also, I would say, sneakily pretty influential on a lot of what else would come up here. Like we got some slow, creepy arpeggio type shit. He's singing about Satan taking people away. You know, Black Sabbath did that 10 years earlier too, but like... I don't know, there's something super special about this song to me that, like, is kind of, like, inimitable. It's, like, a very one-of-a-kind sort of song. The song You Shook Me All Night Long is the poppiest song on this record, 
and arguably also the best. The solo on that one is fucking God tier. And the rest of it is just, you know, a foot tapping good time. And then the closer, Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution, manages to walk a very tight line in that it's basically a bluesy classic rock and roll song. But that guitar tone and the thundering bass on this one in particular, very proto-metal. And I know metal existed at the time already, but it's like... It's like the bones of metal, you know what I mean? Just like overbearingly heavy blues. And that's what makes that song pretty great. My final thoughts on this record, I ended up having a lot more to say about it than I thought I would. Because honestly, at the end of the day, if you're trying to review an ACDC album, what are you supposed to say about this record that's become so ubiquitous? It's lost a lot of its charm like you go to a hockey game you probably hear a song off of this these songs are probably in commercials and shit at some point you know what i mean you turn on the classic rock radio station in your town you're gonna hear these songs and i don't think anybody thinks this record is particularly cool unless they're over 50 years old you know what i mean but it's a good record, and I mean, if you haven't checked it out before, which I'm sure that some younger people are probably in that camp, because, you know, you've heard the singles at your dad's house, and, like, you think it's corny and played out, give it a listen with the context that when this record came out, it was loud, it was irritating, and it was crude, but it was also good enough to excel commercially before the music marketing machine really became what it is today. And there's sort of a certain charm for this record in that. And I mean, looking at the rest of this terrorizer list, I think there's a reason Back in Black is on it. And there's no hair metal. There's no Bon Jovi. There's no Def Leppard. Kind of speaks to maybe the the bite that this album has, even though, you know, retroactively it's been kind of absorbed into popular culture in the same way that some of that other stuff has as well. So check it out, man. First episode of the new season, Back in Black by ACDC. Thanks a lot, guys. I'll see you next week. Bye.